Good morning on this Wednesday morning. Welcome to our devotional, Golden Nuggets, Food for Thought and for the Imagination. As we have been studying the name of God, uh, both in the Old Testament and the New Testament, we have uh, ventured to open up the scriptures concerning the name of the Father or what Jesus manifested or declared to be the Heavenly Father or your Father, which is in heaven. And we started out in the book of Matthew, uh, citing the different times that Jesus declared and or manifested the name of the Father. And we take this from the book of John, chapter 17, verse 6 and 26. He said, I have manifested your name unto the men which you gave me out of the world, the cosmos. Thine they were, and you gave them to me, and they have kept thy word. Verse 26, I have declared unto them thy name, and will declare it that thou that the love wherewith thou hast loved me may be in them and I in them. And if we continue looking at the, the scripture here, we're going to see where in the book of John, in chapter 5, actually the whole chapter, but I'm just going to select some key verses there to help us see this, where Jesus declared himself to be one with the Father, and the Father was one with him. Everything that the Father had, he had given to Jesus, and everything that was Jesus, he had given to the Father. And you have to remember, Jesus is our example. He is our visible example in the Gospels of the manifestation of the Heavenly Father. Now, Jesus is resurrected from the dead. He is alive, sitting at the right hand of the Father. Now we teach and we preach the glorified Christ, the resurrected Christ, the conquering Christ, the one that as the Lamb of God gave His life for us and now is seated at the right hand of the Father, making intercession on our behalf, on your behalf. He's making a, a service for us as our high priest, he is also Lord of all, that at His name everything should either bow here on earth or in heaven or underneath the earth. So let's look at this a little bit, help us comprehend and understand the vastness of what Jesus was covering. Now, we have, from the very onset when we started the study some days back, we had said the name of God is so great, it's so powerful. It's so eternal, it's so majestic, it's so much of everything that he identifies himself by revealing himself and unveiling himself and his nature and his attributes in and by different names, whether it's Elohim, the all-powerful one, whether it's uh, Jehovah or Yahweh, depending on how one looks at it. Uh, the eternal one, or whether we're looking at the singular L, <clears throat> or uh, we're looking at the word Lord, or we're looking at Jehovah Jireh, or Jehovah Nisus, or Jehovah uh, Rapha. Uh, in each one of those, he identifies himself, whether it's our healer, whether it's our banner, 
whether it's our righteousness, uh, whatever it is, he manifested his name. And we see a different aspect, a different character. But it takes all of these just to be able to identify and declare his nature. Now, the invisible things of this world are not seen with the natural eye. But they can be comprehended by the natural things. The things that he has done and accomplished on the earth to give us an idea. And then, of course, the spirit of the living God will compare spiritual things with spiritual things to the mature individual as he or she is growing so that they can be able to understand spiritual principles. Remember, we as believers have been translated from the kingdom of darkness to the kingdom of his son, to the kingdom of light, to the kingdom of the heavenly father here on earth. We're not in heaven and the kingdom is not here on earth. Uh, per se, and I'm, I'm talking about the millennium, but his kingdom is in us already. And because his kingdom is in us, because we have been born again, we are citizens of the kingdom of God. We are ambassadors. We have been delegated authority. We have been delegated and given the right to extend and express the kingdom for which we represent from heaven here on earth. Now, Jesus was the representative of the Father, the Heavenly Father. He was the Word made flesh. He was the Word manifested in a human physical body, flesh, bone, and blood, as, as we are, but with the exception of no sin in Him whatsoever. And let's look at what John said. Get a chance to try to get this all in before our time is up. It says, therefore, John chapter 5, verse 18 and 19 onward. Therefore, the Jews sought to, sought the more to kill him. Notice why they wanted to kill him. Notice what Jesus had said, what he had done. He not only had broken the Sabbath, but said also, notice, said also that God was his father. That must have set them off immensely, making himself equal with God. And of course, this we've already learned from the book of Philippians, that he, he made himself equal with God, but here's the key. And this is the key that we have to also learn, and that is that we don't let it go to our heads, but we humble ourselves. Philippians 2.5, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, the anointed one, who being in the form of God, thought it not robbery to be equal with God. But he made himself of no reputation, which is very different than today. Everybody's trying to make a reputation for themselves, not Jesus. He tried to simply make a reputation for the Father, but he made himself of no reputation, took upon him the form of a servant, and was made in the likeness of men. Being found in fashion, verse number 8, as a man he humbled himself and became obedient as we are to humble ourselves and be obedient even unto death, even the death of the cross. 
Wherefore God has highly exalted him and given him a name that is above every name that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow of things in heaven and of things in earth and of things under the earth and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father to acknowledge completely, fully agree there is no uh, ands, ifs, or buts about it. He is the Lord of heaven and earth. So, Jesus thought it not robbery, even though he said, God is my Father, making himself equal with God, but he didn't take that as a reputation to make for himself. Instead, he humbled himself and obeyed the Father, and he fully, fully, up until the day he was crucified, never yielded, never yielded his will other than to do the will of the Father. He did not yield to anyone or anything but the Heavenly Father. Then answered Jesus and said unto them, Verily, verily, I say unto you, the Son can do nothing of himself, but yet we try to do everything in with our strength or within our own ability. It's a no-no. But what he sees the Father do, for whatsoever things he does, these also does the Son likewise. When we see Jesus in the Scripture, and when he's revealed and manifested by the Holy Spirit to us, through the Word, we are to whatever we see him do, whatever he did when he walked this earth, we are to follow the exact same pattern. He left us an example to follow in his footsteps. John 5.20 For the Father loveth the Son, just as Jesus loves us, the Heavenly Father loves us the same way, and shows him all things that himself does. And he will show him greater works than these that you may marvel. So whatever works Jesus was doing, it was a manifestation of the Father wanting those things to be done. He was declaring, representing the delegation of the Father's authority here on this earth to do whatever he saw or heard the Father do or say. He merely mimicked his heavenly Father. There was back in the 1960s, this is in a negative connotation, there was a commercial that came on, uh, I don't remember exactly which uh, brand of cigarettes, they had so many, uh, but whether it was Winston or Marble, whatever brand it was, they showed a father under a tree sitting down with a pack of cigarettes and his little boy, his son, right next to him. And the father takes a cigarette and puts it in his mouth, lights it up. And the little boy goes and gets the pack of cigarettes to want to do the same. Of course, that's in a negative sense. That is what the devil would want every individual to do. To mimic, to imitate him. But we are to mimic Jesus. In mimicking Jesus, we are mimicking 
our Heavenly Father. Because that's what Jesus did. He simply did what he saw the Father do. Nothing less and nothing more. He only said what the Father spoke. What he heard the Father spoke. That is all that he would speak. No different than for us. What we see Jesus do through and by the Holy Spirit, we are to do. What we hear Jesus say by and through the Holy Spirit, we are to say. It says in verse 21, For as the Father raises up the dead and quickens them, even so the Son quickens whom he will. He wills it because that's what the Father has revealed to him. Verse 22, For the Father judges no man, but has committed all judgment unto the Son. Verse 23, That all men should honor the Son, even as they honor the Father. He that honoreth not the Son, honors not the Father, which has sent him. Verse 26, For as the Father has life in himself, so has he given to the Son to have life in himself. That's why Jesus said, I am the way, I am the truth, I am the life. The very life that the Father had is the very life that was in Jesus. The very life that was in Jesus is the life that is imparted into you and I so that we in turn, as we witness and testify or preach or whatever we do on his behalf, have that life available for others to partake of it. Verse 27, And has given him authority to execute judgment, also because he is the Son of Man. Jesus, in uh, verse uh, 30, chapter 5, I can do, I can of my own self do nothing. Nothing means nothing, anything. As I hear, I judge. My judgment is just because I seek not my own will, but the will of the Father which has sent me. When we do certain things, do we do it out of our own will or is because that's what, the, that's what the will of the Father is? Or that is what the will of Jesus is? The will of Jesus is no different than the will of the Father to accomplish and do these things. In verse number 36 it says, But I have a greater witness than that of John. For the works which the Father has given me to finish, the same works that I do bear witness of me that the Father has sent me. Verse 37, And the Father himself which has sent me has borne witness of me. You have neither heard his voice at any time nor seen his shape. Verse 43, I am come in my Father's name, and you receive me not. If another come in his own name, him you will receive. And this actually has reference to when the Antichrist comes, and they will receive him. But we've run out of time. Consider all this food for thought and for the imagination. Keep looking up. Our Redeemer and Redemption draweth nigh. But until then, the Lord richly and fully bless you in your walk for him and in his service. In Jesus' name, amen.